I'm Arya Schwartz along with Rachel Galligan and welcome to the Windsider Show where it's all about the W. The season is here and some people are starting off right where they left off last year. Through two games averaging 21 points, six rebounds and shooting over 50% from the field. The fan favorite, Kalia Copper is with us. like our show please consider joining our patreon community patreon.com backslash winsider for less than a cup of coffee a month you can directly show support for the hard work we do covering the w and don't forget to see our amazing staff's written content over at winsider.com and remember downloading the episode makes our stats better your listening experience better and allows us to continue doing this important work kalia freaking copper is in the house welcome to the show how you doing I'm good. How are you? I'm, I'm loving this energy. <laughs> you know, I need to get one of the uh, the KFC t-shirts. I might have to to hit up Breaking Tea and get one of those. But I want to talk about your game. You're a fan favorite. Everyone's all excited about how you've blown onto the scene of recently. And I want to give a little bit of background for people about you. You know, you were getting six to seven points per game in around 15 minutes per game over your first four years. And I always say in the W with the limited minutes, it's not till you're four five or six that you truly get to see what that player is capable of. And damn, you started popping off last year. You doubled your minutes. But the cool part is you not only doubled your point output, but basically every stat category jumped at a rate of doubling of the bare minimum. So you're tripling some stats, you're quadrupling some stats. It's pretty ridiculous. And this year, mm-hmm. granted, it's only two games in, you've already tripled some of your output from two years ago. So that's just a little background for the listeners. But the real question is to you, the person who's doing this, has everything just started to click or do you feel your game has grown over the past few years? Like, what do you attribute this jumping of the stats to? Uh, I, I think it's it's so cliche, but it, it's really just the work. You, you can't cheat the grind. Um, I think that I was always uh, good enough to to be able to do this but it, it's just about being humble and uh, waiting until you get in the, get the opportunity and once you get the opportunity that you're that you ask for that you produce and that you show the people what you can do and I think that was what was big for me uh last year um coming into the bubble season and me having to step up and me knowing um, myself that what I'm capable of but being able to translate that and to be able to show um, my teammates and my coaches um, that I'm ready for the opportunity that was given to me. Coming into the season, you did not play overseas. We're going to get into your latest venture here in a minute. Uh, but what were some of the personal goals you set for yourself? What did you focus on really in the offseason? Well, I was, while I was coaching, it was perfect because I was doing a lot of player development and scout. So within the player development, I also need to develop. So I had a lot of my um, young women working on things that I'm also working on. So I was able to be in the gym every single day and um, able to rest my body outside of going overseas. You know, if I went overseas, I'm playing 40 minutes a game. So me just being able to take this off season and still have complete access 
uh, to the gym, to whether I needed to to lift or just work out in, in the gym. But I think that that was perfect. This timing was perfect. And in the off season, I just had goals of just being better. I think um, I, I just took pride in over the, over the years, I mean, going all the way back to college and just getting better every single year. I mean, we can go back all the way from my freshman year in college. Every single year I've gotten better. Um, I've gotten better at my skills and I've gotten better where you can see it statistically on paper. So you were named an assistant coach at Purdue Northwest. Really awesome. How did that come to be? I mean, did you know that you always wanted to get into coaching? Oh, I knew I wanted to get into coaching. I didn't know it would come to me this soon. Right. But um, Courtney Locke went to Rutgers and uh, we, we got that CVS connection going on. So she saw I was home. And I was still up in the air about going overseas. You know, I was banged up um, after the bubble. And I just thought, and with, with the coronavirus and everything, I thought it was best that I stayed home, um, stay safe, and try to figure out what, what would be my next move. And she saw that I was home, and she presented the opportunity for me. And I, I gave it some thought, and I was just like, ah, like, I don't know if I'll be good. I mean, I know I would be good at it, but I didn't know if I was ready. So... I actually had a conversation with um, one of my mentors and I had a conversation with James and he was like, I think this is great for you. Um, And so I I was like, okay, let's do it. And I took the job and uh, it was an amazing experience. I had great kids. Um, They really made the experience amazing for me. I have to ask, I, I used to coach myself and one of my favorite things back in my younger years, I couldn't do it anymore, was going live, like five on five and being on the scout team. I have to imagine they loved going live against you. Did you play against them? Yeah, I played against them a couple of times. I didn't <laughs> want to. I want to kill them like that because I would have been taking a little confidence. But I played with them a little bit a few times. We had enough bodies um, to go five on five. But I played a couple of times, and they saw what I can do. They're like, "Okay, coach, you're pretty good." I'm like, "Yeah." Uh, yeah, understatement of the year. And that brings me to my <laughs> that, next question. Well, wait, that just reminds me of like a story. I'm blanking on who told me this story, but they had played on the team when Cynthia Cooper was coaching in Phoenix. And I guess there was a time where Cynthia Cooper challenged the players and just like mopped the floor with them because that's Cynthia. I'm, I'm just imagining you be like a player talking back to you and be like, all right, little one on one. Let me educate you on why you don't talk back to oh. me. Uh, oh, sorry, yeah. Rich. Yeah. <laughs> It's funny. They they think they're real good until they go against you, and you're like, oh, oh, okay. Coach is actually pretty good. Yeah. But uh-huh. um, yes. I <laughs> I want to bring up. You know, often fans in in different media personalities love to bring your na- your name up as one of the most underrated players in the league. In my opinion, I mean, you you are soon to be all star more times, name more times than not. You know, honestly, I think you're playing some of the best basketball of your career right now. What is your reaction to kind of that um, most underrated title that you get so often? Uh, I'm I'm so humble. Um, I just like I like I actually I like being an underdog. You know, um, not really getting the credit that I maybe deserve or whatever it is. But I'm gonna come in every day and I'm gonna do what I'm supposed to do and I'm going to go out there and I'm going to compete and I'm going to continue to just show everybody what I can do. That's the perfect segue to talking Chicago Sky basketball with you, because I want to ask about this. You know, the team has been underrated at times, but 
over the past few years with the success since James has gotten to Chicago uh, and obviously with the whole team in general, not, not just the coach, because you guys are the ones doing it. But the high expectations for this team every year just seem to get bigger and bigger. And I'm curious for you, how does your mentality and your vision change? Because I feel like it's safe assuming that you guys as a team have higher expectations for yourself. Yeah, so I think for for the team, you know, we we try to we try to block out what other people's expectations are, you know, because being such a a, a good team, you can you can fall trap into that and start to apply mm. pressure that that isn't really needed, you know, like we can we should we go into games and people are like, oh, y'all should beat them by twenty, like no, we're not really focused on that. We we just come in every single day in practice and we want to be better than we were the day before. I think it's important to take those baby steps like that instead of trying to compare ourselves to other people. And I think it's just most important that we continue to get better every single day, especially locking in on, on defense because that was one of our weaknesses. But, uh, like, I had a conversation with, with my teammates just about having um, not not really living up to expectations. And we know, like, all the hype that's going on, like, oh, we got Candace Parker now, oh, Diamond's healthy, oh, Kyle's back, and we still got Ali and Blue. And so it's it's a lot. It's a lot to deal with. But um, just blocking out the noise and just continuing to stay together as a team and continue to get better every day. You know, something I've always wondered, ever since Coach Wade took over in Chicago, I feel you guys always start the season like red, I guess blue hot, not red hot, blue hot. Um, <laughs> is, is there something he does different? I mean, you've been to other training camps. Is he doing something different in the training camp that just gets you like ready for the season better than other coaches? Or am am I crazy? Like, why do you guys always start off so good in the beginning of the year? You're definitely crazy, right? You, you, you mean like uh you mean like killing us in training camp? <laughs> I mean, I, I, I wouldn't say that. Maybe he does that. I don't I'm just what is does he just work you like crazy during training camp? So you're like ready day one? Cause I feel like other teams you know, kind of hobble into the season, maybe hobble isn't the right word, but you guys, you know, it's like a sprint in the beginning of the season. It's impressive. Yeah. I think um, James, he really, he really put the, the pedal to the metal in. You know, it's, it's in the moment, you know, we were in camp and I was like, after, after practice, I was sitting down, I'm like, bro, I'm so tired. Like I literally gave it everything I had and we were like, we go, like, it's just, it's, we just go, and I think for sure a thousand percent that is why. Because when we played our first preseason game, like one of the last practices before it, I was like, the game is gonna be so easy. Like the game is gonna be so easy because of the speed that we're going in camp, and you know when we're playing five on five in practices, it's not stop and go. We're going. It's just go, 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 go. But you don't have time to catch your breath. You don't have time to to think. You just we just have to play. So. I think that um, it really prepares us. Like, you know, in the moment we complain, like, geez, like, can we get a break? Can we get some water? But I'm telling you, the games are a thousand times easier. Support for the Windsider Show is brought to you by Manscaped, the best in below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your personal space. Manscaped just launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right, 4.0. Join over 2 million men and women worldwide who have trusted Manscaped. With this exclusive offer, you can get 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code WINSIDER20 
at manscaped.com. I'm one of the first to try the new Lawnmower 4.0, and I'm blown away by the performance. The craftsmanship and detail are next level. Manscaped engineered the ultimate body trimmer by focusing on intelligent, functional, and incredibly comfortable grooming experience. Their fourth-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. I now feel confident in safe shaving, and so will you. The Lawnmower 4.0 even allows you to customize your trim through additional guard lengths, sizes 1 through 4. And did I mention wireless charging? The new wireless charging system helps the battery length last longer. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code WINSIDER20 at manscaped.com. And trust me, you won't regret this. Well, that and that actually kind of is a good segue to my next point. I mean that kind of prepares you for the season, right? I mean, the season is mm-hmm. so go, go, go nonstop. You, you, you're getting ready to play. You've got a homestead coming up. You're playing New York on Sunday, and then you turn around and play at the Atlanta dream on Tuesday. So, I yep. mean, it's just like constantly nonstop. And then you know, talk to me a little bit about the challenges of having that quick of a turnaround and preparing for two different teams in that short amount of time. I think we just got to be laser focused. Um, and uh, we we sometimes look at James like he's crazy when he comes into practice and like something just doesn't go right and he's he's snapping because we're not focused we're not locked in but that just goes to show us like these turnarounds are so quick like yeah today we're preparing for New York and tomorrow we're preparing for a totally different team so we have to be so locked in on game plans and scouting reports and individual personnel so. I think that it's just important for us to just be laser focused like he wants us to be. Looking at the Liberty, you're the next team you're facing off against. They started off real hot. Uh, they got the L last night as we record this uh, in D.C. But I'm curious for you, you don't want to give away too many of the secrets, the, you know, the, the secret <laughs> ingredients. But what do you think the keys are to handling them the L? Well, they're, they're getting a lot of threes up. Um, so we, we got to guard the three-point line. Um, and, uh, Sabrina, she's, she's really good. Um, she's really good playing in space. So we, we have to guard her and, and let's never forget Banaja, um, who I also don't think is getting enough credit, but, um, we, we got to guard not, um, we, we got to guard her. We got to find her. Um, and we just got to do us. Um, ultimately we, we have to guard them, but we have to play our game and make them guard us. I got to echo what you just said about Benajelani, man. She is, um, she's, she's on a tear right now. I mean, you both are on a tear right now. It must be something in the, the Rutgers water, my God. But outside of kind of New York, what, what are some of your thoughts just kind of open-ended on this season so far? I mean, obviously, you know, it's early. A lot of people like to jump to conclusions and a lot of people want to hit the panic button. You know, a lot, a lot of teams aren't even complete with their, with their rosters entirely yet, but um, just kind of, you know, a couple weeks in, what are your thoughts on the season so far as a whole? I think it's it's really competitive. I, I'm just, I, I'm loving this season of the of the WNBA and it's a historic season, but um, just watching all the players play around the league and everybody at different, seeing different teams, people moving around, you know, you see Tina Charles now finally playing with DC this season um, and just Candace is with us and how good she's been. And as far as leadership on and off the court, but uh, it's just amazing, like seeing a lot of players around the league and just seeing how competitive it is. This seems to be the Sky Team 
seems to be really close. You guys always seem like you have a really um, a team that just is filled with chemistry. Um, at least that's our perspective as an outsider looking in. Clearly, you had some off-season movement. Gabby has moved on, the addition of Candace Parker. Um, everyone has been so excited about the duo of you in CP3. How has the addition of not just Parker, but a stew um, and, and the changes of, of, you know, Gabby and Cheyenne leaving, how has that affected the team chemistry? How are you feeling from a chemistry standpoint as a whole? Uh, I think this team is like always going to be locked in on a, a chemistry standpoint. I think we, we lost some ma- major pieces as far as chemistry wise, um, some great personalities, but, uh, there's so many uh, personalities here still, and everybody just always on the same page as far as just how we do things around here and how our culture is. And so it's it's easy to just fall right into the family because that's just basically what we are, a, a big family. So I think Candace is a great person. She comes in and she fits in perfect. Estu's been here before. Uh, I'm sure she couldn't wait to come back. <laughs> But uh, having a having a student back um, back with us is just amazing. I remember just finding out, and I was just so happy to have her back. And for us to have her, and um, you know, really use it to our advantage. Um, so um, having a, having these new pieces, and I know we we lost some important pieces, but to me, on the court isn't isn't that important. It's the the off the court stuff because we we are so locked in chemistry wise. So we're we're good though. All right, we got a fun one for you. We do, to end each episode, we do a little rapid fire. So whatever comes to your mind first, respond. We say rapid fire, but if you need to take a few seconds, that's totally fine. There's not, there's no <laughs> shot clock counting down on you. Uh, no shot clock. Are you ready? Yes. <laughs> what is your pregame song, your warm-up song? Dreams and Nightmares, Meat Mill. Okay. WNBA GOAT. Maya Moore. Ooh, Ooh I yep. love it. Funniest teammate? Me. <laughs> yes. Um, what is the greatest lesson you learned at Rutgers from Coach Stringer? Uh, my, my, actually, my, my greatest, best lesson I learned from Coach Stringer was to do what you do and, and do it well and, and own what you do. Don't try to do what somebody else does do what you do and you do it well favorite food my favorite food french fries (laughs) hidden talent that people don't know about uh hidden talent hmm i'm i'm funny (laughs) (laughs) i think we already know that but okay um, two more. We got two more for you. What's your favorite country to travel to? My favorite country, Israel. Israel. Okay. Last one we got. I always love to throw this one out there for the young girl aspiring to um, go to college, play basketball, make it to the WNBA, be successful in life. What advice would you give to them? Uh, some good advice I would give is just to really put the work in um, because when when you put the work in, you're confident. And I think your confidence takes you to a whole nother level. Um, once you're confident, um, you, you can do you can do anything. And because you've prepared, um, that confidence goes through the roof because you've worked on what you needed to work on, so now you're confident in it. 
And just like that, we are going to end the show. I would say that is a great note to end it on. Everybody, thank you for listening. Copper, thank you so much for joining us. We wish you best of luck tomorrow against New York and later on this week. I'm looking forward to continue uh, to see your success as well. Thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Oh, I was just going to drop one line. My birthday is November 26th. If you want to send me a nothing bunt cake, just saying, because okay. you were, you were the reason you're the reason I tried it and I got it for my wife's birthday. They're good. Let me just say, oh. oh my God, you are not joking. Yeah. Just send me your address. I'll make sure I'll take care of you. <laughs> you're the best. You have a great rest of your day. We appreciate you so much and best luck against New York uh, next game. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you.